0: Nerd. That's right, I'm a huge fucking nerd. I like lots of books and computers, because I am a huge fucking nerd. One-of-a-kind shades made to order by VaporShades.com. VaporShades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at VaporShades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE.
1: Uh, The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, TUTTLE. TUTTLE in Florida.
0: From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the TUTTLE Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, TUTTLE. Everything's a
1: goddamn debate. Greetings and welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are enjoying your Sundays so far. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. Now, when you go there, you're going to be able to find every single place. You're going to find me online. It's like the one-stop shopping for my online footprint. If you guys would like to reach out, I'm not able to take phone calls right now. One day when when I get into a real studio and not a 2006 PT Cruiser, you're going to be able to call me. But for now, there's two ways you can contact. If you want to get involved and participate in the show, you can do that by emailing me, Tuttle at gmail.com. I try to get back to every single person, but it's getting harder and harder with every single day with this podcast. Because the supporters, you, the supporters are telling your friends, family, loved ones, whatever it may be about the show, because you like it. You want to see it grow. You want to see it stick around. Now, if you don't want to email me, you want to get your voice on the podcast, you can do that. 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. And don't worry, people. I'm not going to get mad. I'm not going to dox you. I'm not gonna try to give out your information if I don't like something you say. Matter of fact, if you hate me, or or you have an opposing opinion, you're going straight to the front of the line. I promise you that. Having people on, I I'll play those. I'll definitely play those. But having the po- opposing opinion is always way more entertaining. I was uh, I don't know about you guys. I'm sure that it makes me old that I watch it. And I would like to hear from you. Uh, how many of you guys watch CBS Sunday Morning? I, I love it. I think some of the stories that they do are absolutely brilliant. And they're so interesting. I, I saw this one story. And this is, this is not the story I'm getting into. But I'm giving you an example of the type of stuff you see on CBS Sunday Morning. Uh, this lady ended up, uh, she, she was like yard sailing, And she found this chair. And it was a fish chair. And what I mean by fish chair, it was a chair that was a fish theme, I guess you could say. Like the back of it were fish, the legs were fish, and she posted a picture on it. And and it kind of went viral. I, I don't know why, but there was a woman on the other side of the country that had the same exact tattoo. I'm telling you, it was so goddamn eerie that uh, the chair that was out there... And this woman that had the tattoo had never seen the chair before. But she had the same exact tattoo. The tattoo she had on her calf was this spitting image of the real-life chair. And she reached out. She posted a picture of her tattoo, and guess what? I think they called it the Fellowship of the Fish Chair. And if you don't get the connection... The Fellowship, you know, uh, Lord of the Rings, getting the ring to Mordor. I, I think that's it. I'm, uh, my nerd card's going to be pulled if, if that's wrong. But uh, a whole bunch of people, they, they would take it part way. They'd take it to one city, somebody else would pick it up, and then another person would bring it until they finally got it to the woman which, with the fish chair tattoo. Now, I, I thought it was a brilliant story. It's different. I had never seen anything like it before, but today they were actually talking about the pandemic. They're kind of kind of trying to do their their year end wrap up because by the time the next CBS Sunday morning, it'll be uh, past the New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. But they were talking about one of the big things. You know, they 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 talk a lot about depression, people being down, mental health during the pandemic. And one of the things that they said that's leading to depression and, and bad mental health during the pandemic is because nobody has plans. They say there are some people that live and die by their calendar and they write everything down. I try to do it. I I I slip up, I fall behind on keeping up with my calendar, but having stuff to do, they they explain this. Having things to do. Uh, having plans, th- things to look forward to, is good for your mental health. It puts you in a good mood because it makes you look forward to things. But p- a lot of people haven't had that, and the reason, in a roundabout way, it's really not even a big deal. But I I learned this today. Um, people like to have things to do. And the elevator buttons, you know, the the closed door buttons or the open door buttons in elevators. You try to close it to get the door to close quicker. Yeah, hey, guess what? It's pointless. It's not giving you anything to do because that bitch is going to stay open for a certain amount of time. Everybody, for some reason, and I'm guilty of it, they think that that button closes the door, and it doesn't. It hasn't for years, because back in 1990, they had uh, the Disabilities Act. They wanted to give people with disabilities, like with walkers or prosthetics, or people that are in a wheelchair, enough time to be able to get in there. So no matter what you do, it's going to stay open. no matter what. You closing that, I don't know why people think that. Um, but it, it's the truth. The elevator closed door button is useless but everybody thinks that it closes the door immediately and there's little things like that but if you know of any of those things i'd love to hear from you email me tuttle at gmail.com or you can leave me a voicemail 407-270-3044 so it's been over a year since i've been at the brn and uh every radio show has those like benchmark callers, people that everybody knows. Every single radio show has one. I mean, uh when I was on the monsters, we had Sir Gary, we had uh what uh, Pep Talk Dave, we had so many of those callers that would call in. Bubba had them as well, too. I mean, uh Drunk by Noon Dawn. Uh, but one of my favorites. From the bubble the love sponge show was Fozzie. Fozzie used to call in all the time. And and there was a time where I really didn't care for Fozzie, but you you want to know why? Because Fozzie just loved to bust balls. And and I was the target of many of those ball bustings. And, you know, I, I took it personally, but now looking back on it, I, I actually think Fozzie is is pretty funny. Fozzie knows how to work. And he submitted uh, a piece of audio to me. I I think it's a parody song. I haven't listened to it yet. I don't want to listen to it. I want to get my first reaction when I play it. But if any of you guys out there want to submit anything, if you're a musician or a comedian and you want to uh, send me something, you can easily do that. Tuttle at gmail.com. I pretty much will play everything. I might rib you or bust your balls a little bit but I'm I'm not going to inviscerate you or anything because I respect art. I respect the hustle and if you guys want to send me stuff in, you like I said, Tuttle at gmail.com, but Fozzie I talked to him probably a couple of months ago and he's getting more involved with doing stuff on social media he is uh, killing it at the Waffle House right now I will say this, like I'm sure it's nice for Fozzie to not talk like he used to, because if you remember, Fozzie had the most gravelly voice. I know that's not even a word that you could ever imagine. Then all of a sudden he had some procedure done and the guy is talking crystal clear now. And we, we've been in touch. I, I appreciate him keeping in touch with me, but I, I wanted to play this for you. I'm going to uh, start and stop it. But uh, I, I really appreciate this, Fozzie, and, and I can't wait to hear it. All right. Oh, this, this might be. Hello, Bye. All
0: right, they're here. got fired by Cloud. John Mays is the biggest. And the mobile fish captain,
1: he's cleaving. Free Wi Fi. the landlord Wi Fi, well, he's sleeping. Johnny is the figure of the vision. Listen, I, I appreciate it, Fozzie. I gotta tell you, I like the content. I like the subject matter, but your delivery mechanism is a little off. And what I mean by delivery mechanism is your voice. Uh your voice sounds way better than what it did back in the day, but it's still a little off key. But guess what? It's a parody song, and I get it. The only thing that I can't stop listening to is how bad the audio sounded from that Facebook Live video. I, I, I'm so glad that I got this new microphone. But Fozzie, I'm, I'm digging it and I appreciate it. Uh, as cat and mustard Still be great. Like I said before, Fozzie, I appreciate your hustle. I appreciate your submission. But man, you got to work on that mix minus. And, but that is expected. Like you know, it, it it takes a while to fine tune your ear when it comes to getting that correct level. You don't want to be drowned out. Your voice is a little drowned out on this, Cuzzy. Yeah, it it is. And please don't take uh, listen. I love it. I appreciate it. So please don't don't take this as me mother effing you when it comes to this bit. I I want to turn you into a parody god. I want you to be my Manson on the Tuttle Daily podcast. I've been using the new free Wi-Fi. This, this might be great. I know that I'm gonna sound like a fuzzy mark, but I follow him on social media. I know he's got a dog. I, I see all the hijinks that Fozzie is up to, and I know he's got a new dog called Little Bear. Now, uh, hey, Fozzie, I mean, come on, buddy. You, you got to stop throwing the pork rinds to Little Bear there. I think you're treating him too much like a human. You've got to get real human friends. Uh, listen, I've had dogs all my life, but Little Bear... I hope you're not doing things with Little Bear, if you know what I mean. A wink, wink on that whole thing. Nah, it's just jokes, Fozzie. Just jokes. But I hope, I hope Little Bear gets a run in on this uh, parody song. Hill, the hell fish show, now the jam. This is how the human brain works. When we hear a piece of audio, we automatically visualize the person recording this or what we think they're doing while they record this. You know, that's why uh, radio was so big back in the day because every it was a mystery, it was a mystery of what people look like. You know, that's why they came up with music videos. That's why they came up with MTV because everybody has a visual image in their head when they're listening to audio. And the only thing that I can think of when when I hear Fozzie doing this song is from Silence of the Lamb, where uh, Buffalo Bill is standing in front of the mirror. He's putting on makeup, lipstick, and all that stuff. And then he tucks his penis and pulls off that nightgown, whatever it may be. And, and sits there and dances with the man Gina going on and then I can only picture Fozzie coming up to the mirror and is like I'd fuck me I would definitely fuck me it pits the lotion in the basket that is exactly the image that I get when I hear this piece of audio I'm by the of the cup of but he's not white all right, so I don't want Fozzie to think that I hate this song. I mean, there's a lot of things that could be better on it. But I think for his first crack at it, I think he did pretty well. I really do. He needs to work on the mix. And the other big thing, you got to you gotta realize this, Fozzie. Uh, the audiences, or audiences, the audience has a short attention span. Uh I I would play the whole thing, but I mean it's three minutes 32 seconds of audio. You gotta cut that real estate down, cuz you you really do. And I would say two minutes, two minutes, a little over two minutes, tops is a good sweet spot for you. Don't think, listen, quality over quantity, Fozzie. And I love it. I love that you submitted this, and I'll, I'll play any of your stuff. I'll play any supporters, listeners, uh, people that, that take in my content. Yes, I'll play it. Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E at gmail.com. Going to take a quick break. Be back in just under a minute. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to
0: an African American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. (laughs)
1: All right, guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you check out my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Uh, I got a new feature that is available on the YouTube, my YouTube channel. I am uploading the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And me and my producer, Vulture, we we talked about this. You know, yes, it's going to take numbers away from my downloads on my podcast, but I mean, doesn't it doesn't it really just serve the same purpose? Getting the name out there, getting the show out there. A lot of people ask me why why do you post on so many different places, and the, and the reason I do that is because, like here, I'll give you an example. It's on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, three one five live, as well as the TuneIn Radio app, and I put it on there because. I want it to be on as many places as uh, as it can be. And by the way, if you're, if you're hearing a lot of background noise, it's because I'm driving. Uh, one of the things that I've had to adapt to when it comes to this podcast is multitasking. My multitasking has gotten way, way better. So I'm running to the store now. I got to pick up a couple of things for my mom's. My mom's is cooking some or not cooking, baking some cookies today. She's been in a real baking mood since she got out of the hospital. But make sure you go to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Uh, the Tuttle Daily Podcast is going to be up there every single day for you guys to check out. But when you go to my YouTube channel, you, you there's a couple of things you got to do. You got to subscribe because subscriptions help me out when people search for me. And you also need to hit that little bell button. A lot of people ignore that bell button, but the bell button is very important because what that bell button is going to do is going to alert you anytime that I go live or I upload any brand new content of the Tuttle Daily Podcast or any of the other content, interviews, whatever it may be. Just do it. Trust me, you will not regret it. So it's looking more and more like 2020 is trying to get in its last few sucker punches before the end of the year. Uh, I've been saying this. I am not a big supporter of things are going to get mysteriously better at the strike of midnight, December 31st, 2020, going into 2021. But everybody says that. Uh, But I was reading a story today on uh, the Drudge Report. Now, I know a lot of you guys probably don't like the Drudge Report, but I I found this very, very interesting. And and I'm a little dumbfounded on this. And and hear me out before I get into it. Overuse of antibiotics for COVID-19 to blame in the super gonorrhea spike. Now, what is... Listen, I've always heard gonorrhea is pretty bad. You know, uh, my dad used to say back in the day... How they got rid of gonorrhea? Because I I think gonorrhea is the one where you ooze stuff out of your genitalia. My dad, I, he could have been joking, but you know dad jokes. He said back in the day that <clears throat> they, if you're in the military, they they would uh, make you step up to a table, and if you had gonorrhea, they would pull your dick out, blast it onto the table, and they would hit it with a rubber mallet until they got out all of the gr- gonorrhea cheese. And that that's what I'm calling. Not even cheese. I'm talking like cheese curds coming out of the head of your penis. But the unnecessary overuse of antibi- antibiotics during the coronavirus pandemic has created a rise in drug res- resistant strains of super gonorrhea. Now, all right, so I know why they're using antibiotics, but COVID is a virus. Coronavirus is a virus. So why are we using antibiotics now? I know why. Because COVID-19 is leading to a lot of bacterial pneumonia. Because what's happening is that your uh, immune system is working in hyperdrive. Uh, it, it causes like a, a cyto cytoclean storm, and it actually attacks your good lungs, your lung cells, and that's what happens. And then those start to die, and then and then you get a bacterial infection in your lungs. But just like anything, Americans we overuse medication, and that's what's happening here. Uh, this is exactly what is happening here and now we've created a super strain of gonorrhea guys funny thing is is that nobody nobody out there wants to wear. well i take that back there are a lot of people that want to wear masks but there's a lot of people those same people are like i don't need no mask i ain't gonna catch this the coronavirus is a hoax well um let me ask you this you wearing condoms When you're having sex, Uh, yeah, I I really think you are. I know for the most part, I always, always, I always love and I always do wear condoms. I know a lot of people hate condoms. They say, oh, it takes away from the feeling. And I agree. Listen, I've done both. I don't want you to think I'm one of those holier-than-thou type people that has never had sex without a condom. God damn it, yeah, yes, I have. And that's the thing about it. I, I'm I'm consistently talking about our DNA, how it's ingrained in us, and how we as humans forget we are nothing but animals. We are just evolved animals. And our need, our drive, like I said, ingrained into our DNA is to reproduce, especially males, especially males. And I've been there. Guys, we, we've all been there. You might not want to admit it, but we, we are. Um, you're not expecting to have sex, and you, you get in a situation. You get in a situation where uh, a female, a woman, is digging you, and you get caught up, hot and heavy. And then you're getting to that point because, listen, a lot of guys are going for the finish line. They're going for gold, and that is having sex. But, like, somebody like me, we go into a situation like, oh, okay. Yes, I met this nice person. Uh, if it does lead to sex, that's bonus. Guys like me, I don't want you to think guys like me do not like sex or we don't have that in our brain because we do. We have that in our brain. But I go into every situation, I do not expect sex. No, not at all. But if it does happen, that's great, especially in my early 20s. I've talked about this before. I didn't lose my virginity until I was 20 goddamn years old. And so so what I'm saying, I've been in so many situations where I've met a woman in a club or something, or at a radio station event, and I have brought her back. And you start making out, you start heavy petting, you start doing all of that stuff, and then, oh, you're getting right to the moment. Oh, goddammit, I don't have a condom. Now, what I'm trying to say is, like, I, I would never forcibly or or even try to persuade a woman to allowing me to have sex with her without a condom no 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 i wouldn't do that but guys they the the way that guys think back to that dna in our heads where it's ingrained in us we don't want to leave because we know we know that if we leave the moment's going to get lost And by the time we do end up getting back with condoms or some sort of protection, uh, the mood is already gone. Uh, That's that's the thing about men and women. Men are ready to go anytime. Except that, well, I will admit this when whenever I was on all the psychotropic drugs uh, for bipolar manic depressive type stuff. Yes, that stuff killed my sex drive. It took me forever to get worked out, and that was the best-case scenario for for the most part when I was on all the mind-altering substances to help me out with my mental health. Yeah, it was difficult to get any, any type of hardness, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be graphic, out of my penis. It absolutely destroyed my sex trait. And I've talked about this as soon as I got off of those, oh, my God, it was like I was just transported into my past back in my teenage years. And the first time when i when I finally discovered what masturbation was all about, yeah, I was taking I was taken directly back to that moment because I was like a teenage kid again. so so what I'm trying to say is that, a lot of these people that don't want to wear masks, they are also the uh, same people that are like, oh, no, 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 I'm, I'm not having sex without condom, or with, without a condom, and they're also the same dudes that will eat a chick's ass on a moment's notice, no mask, no protection at all, will get right in there, nose right above the butthole and you'll get down there and you will eat that ass. And for you guys that are going to eat that ass, yeah, I mean I get it. If you're going to eat ass, you I, I would not expect for you to give a damn about the coronavirus. And now I I don't want anybody to think I oh, listen. Um I've done it once. I mean it's not I don't go straight for the asshole to eat the ass out. No, I of course I don't. But what I'm trying to say is um you guys that want to bitch and complain about having to wear a mask or or wearing mask, you guys are also the same type of people that will get right down there and just show so much attention to the BH. So unlike other radio hosts or celebrity, and trust me, I'm not calling myself a celebrity at all, but for the most part, people that have a little bit, even just a little bit of fame or image, they try to control the narrative like a mother ever. And they're just going to do it. So this right here should be proof that I share everything because I was pretty embarrassed when this happened. Now, there's a a couple of things that could have happened with this. This could have been somebody that was being genuine and really just was not trying to be a dick to me. Now, it also could be a listener of mine a troll because now the being a troll is kind of like being a drug addict because you like getting that adrenaline adrenaline rush you like screwing with people, and then after a while that that you start building up a tolerance for it. then you're like, all right, I gotta mess with these people in real life i r l I learned that uh, a lot of gamers in real life. So what I'm trying to say is this could have been a troll trying to mess with me. So I uh, I've been doing all the shopping for my parents during during COVID, during the pandemic, because I, I just don't want them being out. I know that I could easily catch it myself and bring it home to them. It, it, it could happen. But I'm I'm very, very careful. But I I was going down the uh, bathroom tissue toilet paper aisle once again why is there such a run there was plenty of toilet paper but uh no paper towels at all and then this guy came up to me he didn't get like in my personal area he had a mask on i had a mask and he was like why do you look familiar now He said, look familiar, but I was also talking on the phone. So I didn't know if he was listening to my voice. So let let me backtrack here a little bit and and explain why I did what I did. And it was just a bad mistake or an an error in judgment on my part. But when I first started in radio, you got to understand, we had the Internet. Yeah, we had the Internet. But not a lot of people knew what I looked like. They know what I sound like. And I know a lot of you people out there, you, you guys complain. Oh, I can't stand Tuttle's voice. Tuttle's voice is the worst. I, I agree with you. I agree with you that my voice is not the best. But I will say this. I do have one of the most recognizable voices. In Central Florida Radio. And I'm not trying to blow my own horn. I'm not trying to say that I'm more famous than anybody else. But I think that my voice is more recognizable out of any of these stereotypical radio guys with a deep voice. This is Total. Welcome back to Real Radio. Or welcome back to the BRN. Or welcome back to 1025 The Bone. No, that, I, I just, I've never talked that way. And if that's not how I really, really talk, that's that is not what I want to portray on the air. But for for most of my career, a lot of people have recognized me from hearing me talk. They'll come up, "Where do I know your voice from?" I don't know. Your voice sounds familiar. I'm like, "What well, what what radio station do you listen to?" And they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I'm Tuttle from the Monster." Not not in an arrogant way, people. I I don't want you to think that, but. I was in the the toilet paper uh, bathroom tissue aisle to make him ask, where do I know you from? And I didn't even think if he was hearing me, but I was talking on the phone. And I said, oh, oh, uh, do you listen to local radio? And, and, And I said, I'm Tuttle. And the guy said, who? Like a goddamn owl. Out in the middle of the day. He said. Who? Do you know. Do you, I mean. I would have rathered. Because this dude that I was talking to. Was a pretty big guy. I mean he was stacked. I would have rathered. I would have taken him. Punching me right in the solar plex. Right in the stomach. Instead of how I felt. When I brought that up. And he said who. And. I kind of played it off like, oh, I, 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 yeah, 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 and he was like, no, you look like Chester Bennington. Now that kind of threw up a red flag. I was like, oh yeah, he, he's definitely. A listener because so many other people, Bubba's talked about this. When, when I get my, I don't shave my head anymore. I go to, I go to Bezo. Bezo is a guy that I met from Colton that shoots. Every single local rap video you could ever think of in, in the Tampa area, he cuts hair. The guy gives a great fade, and I love it. I know I know that it's very stereotypical white boy-type haircut to get the fade, but he does a great job. And I'll agree. I will agree 100%. When my hair is short, and especially, especially with the nerdy-ass glasses that I wear... Yeah, I do like Chester I do. Look like Chester Bennington. Now, I also with my insecurities, my uh <laughs> bad habit of having no self-confidence at all, I was like, "Oh, is he is he is he making a suicide joke?" But no, I I really don't think he does. But the guy was cool about it. Uh he didn't call me out on it by like, "Oh, I'm Tuttle." He just said, "Oh, who?" I mean, that that was a kick in the nuts when he said that. But the dude let me off the hook on that one. And I thank him. I really, really do. I, I jumped the gun. I should not assume. Hell, I've been out of radio for all over a year. So, yeah, why, why the F would he know who I am? Going to take a quick break. Going to come back, wrap up the last segment of the show. You are listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast final segment of the day. And if you've been listening to this p- show or podcast for any amount of time, you know that I go to the Oak Hill Sunoco. And what I'm about to say, I don't want you to think that I don't talk to people because they look different. They might be gay, lesbian, what, black, white, Mexican, Asian. I pretty much talk to everybody, but I, I I've known this for a while. But this kind of solidified the way that I've thought. And I know a lot of people are not like fans of sports. They're like, "Oh, why, why, why do you get so involved in sports?" And you know, the one thing that that bothers people is going up to and meeting somebody new, especially. If they're another race or another sexual orientation, it shouldn't be that way, but it is. People won't admit it, but they will not even take that chance or risk to go and talk to somebody that is different of them or just somebody like them. They just do not want to meet new people because people hate awkwardness. People need icebreakers, and you want to know what one of the greatest icebreakers uh, in the world is? Especially for guys. Guys 25 to 54, sports. I've been going up to that O'Kell Sunoco, and this, this African-American gentleman, older, maybe mid-50s, could even be 60. He's pumping gas, <clears throat> and he's got a Miami Dolphins beanie on. And I am one of the biggest Dolphins fan. I, I grew up with the Miami Dolphins. Uh, and, and I'll admit it, it's because of my dad. It, it, was, it was all because of my dad. Because I got into watching sports to be able to have that connection with my pops. And I started watching the Dolphins. I started watching the Gators games. We watched Atlanta Braves. And for a little bit of time there, when Shaq was on the team, we watched the Orlando Magic. And I did it. And I just value and cherish those moments to be able to hang out with my pops. But yeah, we watched the Miami Dolphins and the guy had a Miami Dolphins beanie on. And I was like, oh, you a Dolphins fan? He was like, yeah, 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 definitely am. And we sat there and probably talked, say 15 or 20 minutes. I mean, we were reminiscing on the undefeated team, the, the Marino era, we we discuss everything, and this guy knew everything about the Miami Dolphins. And why is it when you start talking to another guy and he knows all the stats, he knows all the players just like you do? They, I know we're in a pandemic right now, but I wanted to give the guy, I wanted to chest bump him, I wanted to chest bump him, and I wanted to give him a big old hug. Yes, I see you, buddy. Miami Dolphins. They are going to make the playoffs, and my God, that game last night, holy crap. I mean, Chua Chua is the future of the Miami Dolphins. He's going to be the starting quarterback, but, dude, Ryan Fitzpatrick went in like a pimp, like the old-timer he is, and he was throwing nothing but bombs, even with... Young Bucks, young dudes, defensive linemen trying to rip his head off because swear I swear to God, do yourself a favor. Uh, YouTube, the highlights from the Raiders Dolphins game. The, man, I'm I'm at a loss of words because Ryan Fitzpatrick almost had his neck broken because the guy grabbed his face mask so hard while he was throwing, but was still able. To throw a 30, 40-yard bomb with his neck completely turned, his head completely turned around. And then after the guy caught it inbound, you attack on another another 15, and then the fins kicker hits it right through the uprights. Dolphins win 26-25. Now, I've been at Sunoco today, and that was one of the first things I thought about. I was like, all right, I got to meet this guy that was wearing the Miami Dolphins being. But what I'm trying to say, even though you guys might not like sports, sports unifies people. Look at what baseball did. Yeah, Jackie Jackie Robinson had a a really, really hard time. People used to call him the N-word. He went through a lot of hell. But guess what? Sports. People saw Jackie Robinson playing baseball, which is a Caucasian... Dominated sport at the time and he killed it. It unified, it helped integration in our country, the United States of America. So I know that I'm ranting. I know a lot of you guys already thought that, but yes, sports is the greatest uniter here in the United States. And yes, I'll take it. I know that people should want to unite for other causes besides sports, but hey, it, don't complain people let's do whatever we need to do to get this done and if it's rooting for sports teams then let's just take it oh man this guy see that's the other thing we we have a new guy that's moved into the park here and he loves to dry run his boat motor engine and just rev it up i don't, I don't understand what the purpose is but he loves to do it and he doesn't give up about anybody else in the park, and guess what? I'm the one that's trying to get <laughs> that's being run out because I wanted to use the Wi-Fi. But this asshole is revving up his—he's dry revving up his boat motor. I—I can't. Well, I'm not gonna say that because if, if oh he turned it off. Uh, what I was gonna say is I hope he <laughs> flips and falls into the boat prop while he's dry running it, and I wouldn't have to hear that crap anymore. All right, I digress. I probably shouldn't have said that. I wasn't trying to shock Chuck. Hope you enjoyed today's show, guys, and I will talk to you tomorrow.
0: And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, Check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by Stitchyouup.com. Pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash cca productions presents. Show VoiceOver service is brought to you by JCvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the Radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast.
1: Ayo, Terry, what going on?